Hello everyone, my name is Dan and today I finally got a chance to catch up with my friend David. Um, David and I both work in the tech industry and it's been a while since we caught up and in this episode we uh, we talked about what have we been doing during the lockdown including exercising or in my case uh, the lack thereof and some of the shows that we've been watching like the 90 Day Fiance, Bachelor in Paradise, um, Survivor, which I'm a pretty big fan of, and some other random topics. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting sometimes where our mind and our imagination goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So without further ado, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Yeah, and we're live. Wait, now I can hear you in Zencaster. Now you can hear me in Zencaster? Yeah. <laughs> now can you hear me in Zencaster? I can hear you perfectly fine oh, in so Zencaster. That's so weird. Dude, I don't know what happened. Okay, well, let's just, let's just, let's just yeah. keep rolling then. Hold on one second. Let me uh, fill my cup up with mead. Yeah. I think, I think what happens is that you have to start a new recording. Like I joined an old recording. Oh. Yeah, it was like an old call, but it was still there, but I never recorded anything. But then now that I start a new recording. It's not like a, um, a meeting. Like it's not like a meeting type app where you can just like, where it's just like a group that you can just constantly rejoin. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Like, yeah, it looks like this. it's separated. The recording function and like the meeting function is kind of like disjointed. So okay, do it simultaneously to record it. I mean, regardless, it's a free app, so I'm gonna go ahead and use this. Uh, yeah, is there a time limit on the recording? You can just like record. There whatever. used to be. You can only do like eight hours of audio per month, but because of the pandemic, maybe because everybody's like podcasting now, there's yeah. no limit for now. But there used to be. That's actually not bad at all. Eight hours, like. Yeah. That's like, if you do one hour of podcast, that's like two podcasts per week. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. I mean, I feel like one is very conservative or very normal a week. I feel like two would be like, what are you doing to like warrant podcasting two days a week? Unless um, you're like random times topics. a daily. I mean, it depends on, depends on what you talk about on podcast. For mine, it's just... Uh, it's it's you just talk about anything. Yeah, yeah. Have you been doing the podcast, dude? I've been trying like what's to. What's going on? Yeah, I've been trying to do it by myself. Yeah, I I do enjoy sitting down with someone, and then I didn't know how to do this remotely, so I was like, okay, I I gotta at least try to do this a little bit. So I'm just gonna go on a monologue. So I tried doing a monologue and talking about random things, um, but it's so hard to keep a constant stream of thought. And your words continue to come out, so it was very challenging. Because if you have a pause in between, it's uh, the audience is not as engaged, so that's a little awkward. Yeah, and yeah, just keeping a constant stream is very difficult. And I try to like play around some concepts, like summarizing some interesting New York Times articles. There's reading content on Reddit, um, but you don't get like you don't get that laughter when you make commentary. So it's also not as engaging. So I was yeah. struggling with that. And then I'm like, you know what? I got to figure out how to do this remotely. And here we are right now. Yeah. And try and do this remotely. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, this is dope. I uh, This was actually the podcast was my most listened to podcast on Spotify for 2020. So Your, your podcast? No, your podcast. Oh, this, it's my podcast. This podcast, yeah. <laughs> dude my stats are very low i'm like oh there's like 30 my max i think for an episode was like 33 listeners so i'm like that's really good though that's like really really good that's really really good i mean for a small podcast i mean i don't think i even have that because i honestly i haven't done a solo podcast at all like because of the reasons that you mentioned um it's tough it's yeah it's very tough you know to to try to figure out um what you know what you're going to talk about and ideas and stuff like that so i just i've uh i will get back to it but for now we are on official unofficial hiatus (laughs) yeah to be determined yeah 
indefinite hiatus. Yeah, no, it's 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 easier when you have someone to talk to too. You see their reactions and you riff off of them too. Yeah. Um, but it does get you like respecting a lot more of these solo podcasts, like Ben Shapiro. But Cast is like political opinion aside. But if you listen yeah. to his podcast, like the guy speaks super fast. Yeah, can like build off of his own thoughts stack them up stack them up in a very continuous stream so it does get you to respect podcasts like that but ben shapiro likes to talk though i mean don't we, we you and i do too <laughs> that's why we're on this <laughs> that's true but ben shapiro is like uh he's one of those guys that will just like i feel like if there was nobody that would even be listening to his podcast he would just continue to rifle off just like yeah just word vomit like he has a lot to get off his chest he has a lot to get off his chest i thought i did too yeah like i tried i tried the solo podcast and it's it's (laughs) been like 15 minutes of content so yeah i'm like i reevaluated my desire to like spit off things off my chest i'm like yeah ben shapiro is in another level he's like the kind of guy that has had so much just like suppressed all his life and then now that he has this opportunity to like share these thoughts and ideas, he's just going to share everything. Yeah. So, no, yeah, much respect. So, yeah. so I wait. We're gonna. So, remember we had some naming conventions to protect our anonymity. I don't know if I don't know if you remember your pseudonym. Mine was Dan. I'm going with my regular name. I'm. Oh, I'm you're going with your real yeah. name. You're David. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> you got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I yeah i would like to say i have nothing to lose but i'm afraid of what i'm gonna say and then how it might bite me in my ass yeah so i will i will keep my pseudonym for now until i feel a little bit more uh, more comfortable I, yeah. I have a lot to lose man if i ever get fired from my job um i have to leave the states so those the stakes are semi-high although i don't know the chances but i mean what are the chances that yeah the chances are not i don't think the chances. yeah i don't think the chances are high true like, Ice, I, I would assume that ICE is not going to be looking for you to deport you back to, you know, the homeland. Never say never. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing with chances. There's like a possibility that it exists. What are the chances? What are the chances? Key, keyword being chances. Chances mean that possibility does exist. Chances are low, but it's not non-existent. You would have to like have like cheated on your taxes and then they find out, Oh, this guy is not from here on top of cheating on your taxes or whatever the case may be. I have no idea how they operate. Um, but at least in that regard, I'm happy to say I am a tax compliant non-citizen and immigrant (laughs) here in the United States, (laughs) at least in that regard. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've thought about that. Uh, I might be rifling off a bit, but I've thought, about like, would I actually be able to get away from get away with not filing my taxes? And how long would I actually be able to get away with that? Everybody's just to be clear. Everybody like <laughs> thought about that for a little bit. This is what we did it. I just want to clarify it so that I protect your ass here. <laughs> yeah. We've never done it, but we've all thought about it. If I, yeah, I mean, if you were like realistically speaking. Like, I guess my question is, is like, how would they like enforce or get you to like comply with the tax laws and regulations? Like, would they like block you from being able to use your like bank accounts? Like, what would they like? What would they do? They will. I think the first step, if they find out that you are practicing tax fraud and that is a whole like set of crimes, there's like a lot of laws I'm no lawyer, but we see in the news a lot of like people being accused of tax fraud too. So there's a set of laws that enforce on people who engage in fraud and tax. I think one of the few things that you have to do is like you have to pay a penalty for sure. Mm-hmm. You have to pay a penalty in monetary fines. I mean, it makes sense because you, by performing tax evasion, you avoided paying money to the government that you owe. So you, the penalty means like you should probably remediate that evasion. Um, and then, you know, you might go to jail. The whole shebang, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crime. It's a crime as it's treated um, by the law and looked upon by by the court. Uh, but uh, I mean, the incentives, the peop- the reason people engage in this crime because incentives are huge. 
for some because if you get taxed at like a 30% rate or 40% rate or, and I mean yeah. when you go like upper echelons of income it's like 50% I mean that's a lot that's a lot of it's a lot of your income that's that's it's that you're not getting so yeah it's kind of like I've always like this is kind of like a a tax fraud scheme <laughs> that yeah. I've always had like I don't even I don't even know if it's like tax the world. fraud but like Okay, so we all have jobs, right? And let's say I wanted to operate as a contractor or like contract services to my employer. Couldn't I theoretically speaking operate my life as a business and like create like let's say like an LLC or like a DBA and then essentially the services that I provide or my skills, whatever that may be. And essentially anything that I do is obviously uh, me making money or generating profits for the business of David. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> could this all theoretically just be, can I just operate my life as a business and then essentially just like file my taxes as David who works for David LLC and then not have to deal with like the normal taxes? Right. But you'd still be paying taxes off of the skills that you're selling. So if you like charge me for your skills, like you charge like $100,000 for your skill, yeah, an arbitrary price, it's still revenue for your LLC that you have to file taxes for. So you still have to file taxes. It's not, I don't think you're engaging in any evasion from that. Okay. Um, but the revenue itself might be fake. Like, like for example, <laughs> like you might have never like provided me any services, right? But you just charged me an invoice, hundred thousand dollars for your skills. Like, what the fuck can you do? Oh so my god! Yeah, that's that's fraud. I don't think it's tax fraud. But that's still some sort of fraud. And there are companies that do that, right? It'd just be like a shell, right? Yeah, it's like a shell company in a way. Yeah, but that's a different type of crime. That's not. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's tax evasion. You'd still be legal, Dave. You'd be legal compliant if you engage in that sort of behavior from the tax front. Yeah. But uh, fraudulent nonetheless. Which will be interesting. I think it, it'll be kind of interesting to see. You know, obviously we're in this state of our country where, you know, there's the, you know, the issue with the president, right? And all the potential lawsuits that he may potentially have to deal with given whatever the outcome is with this upcoming month. So it'll it'd be interesting to see what kind of like, if he gets prosecuted, what kind of like schemes that they use to like funnel money from like their campaign to individuals and whatnot. I see. Wait, hold on. So you're making some, I think some implicit um, <laughs> accusations here. Because <laughs> I don't think he's faced any lawsuits like yeah. for his company. So, but are you, you're, you're saying maybe, uh, that he engaged in some sort of scheme with his presidential powers to benefit his companies? I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I, I can't say with hundred percent confidence because I don't have any evidence that proves that, but I'd be curious to see if there was any instance of any sort of like embezzlement or fraud that took place. Wow. With these businesses. We have no evidence whatsoever, but you're saying he had the ability <laughs> to do it. So if it does happen, it would be interesting to observe. Yeah. I see. But but there's no lawsuits of that nature whatsoever right now. I I mean but he had the ability. Know, from what we know, right? Because like the what is it? The um New York uh what is it? District of New York New York, I think, has like an ongoing Litigation with them? Really? I'm going to search this up. Yeah, I think so. Uh, New York lawsuit. With this, like, uh, oh, tax I think hotel or something, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. My mouse battery is getting low. Trump's potential New York legal woes. Okay, I will open this up and read this briefly. This is kind of what I was doing for my solo podcast, like opening up some articles and then like citing it and just summarizing a little bit and providing some critical commentary. Okay, so the city, state, and New York.com, city, state, and NY.com article states, and the title is Trump's Potential New York Legal Woes. It's written by Rebecca C. Lewis and Kay Dervshi. 
published on December 3rd, 2020. Investigations from New York prosecutors seem to be weighing heavily in President Donald Trump's mind as he's on his way out of office. Uh, Attorney General investigates Trump Organization project. James officially reviewed revealed that her office was investigating Trump's business dealings this past August. Oh, this past August of this year, while he was president. With an eye on four Trump Organization properties and his failed attempts to buy the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Oh, the, the Buffalo civil Bills of all teams. Dude, I don't even know what the Buffalo Bills is. <laughs> Do you know what, what is that? The Buffalo Bills, a football team. Oh, it's a football team. Yeah. Oh, oh I see. The civil probe is examining whether the company fraudulently inflated asset values to access, access loans and other benefits. Yeah, the thing is, like, I'm listening to this right now, and you know, there's a lot of questions about his tax returns. Yeah, that's like all before his presidency. So I don't know if any ensuing lawsuits is going to be related to his abuse of presidential authority. He certainly maybe could have. I mean, I mean, it's 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 known that just because you assume presidential office, you're immune to committing any crimes, right? Yeah. Uh, so he might have, but like the things I'm reading right now, there's no indication that it's because he abuses presidential authority to yeah. benefit his, his companies. Um, yeah. It just might be his like pre- previous legal dealings. That's going to haunt him. Yeah. After he steps out of office. Um, or, well, clearly I'll go ahead. No, or there's some sort of, Pardon, because I think he can pardon himself, right? Um, can pardon himself. Wait, I, I would you? do it. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> can a president? You have the power to pardon anybody. Can a president pardon himself? I think maybe you're like automatically pardonable because you're the president. So you're like you're in a perpetual state of in the four years of being able to self-pardon yourself. Let's see. Federal pardons in the United States. This is from Wikipedia. During the Watergate scandal, President Nixon's lawyer suggested that a self-pardon would be legal. While the Department of Justice issued a more memorandum opinion on August 5th, 1974, stating that a president cannot pardon himself. Wow. Oh, so you can't. cannot pardon yourself. Oh, so he screwed them. If <laughs> something was to take place, then he would theoretically be screwed. Unless Biden extends a, an olive tree out of his grace and pardons Trump. <laughs> which, is, which is possible. I mean, I, I think something like that could be possible to not really? rock the boat, right? Like, no, nah, man. No, man, I don't think. Well, because, well, actually, President Trump can run for presidency one more time. Yeah. Technically can. Yeah. But that's a lot of work, though. Like, even for Biden, like, I don't understand, like, what he's ran for presidency since, like, the 80s, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Biden? Really? Yeah. Like, he's run multiple times and, like, failed. I thought he was just a forever vice president. Nah. (laughs) Always just a vice president. Always a sidekick. I want to say he's run, like, three or four times. He never right. made it to like um, like where you get to the stage where you fight against the Republican nominee. Yeah. He never got there, right? No, I don't think so. He was always like like amongst the Democratic like competition. Yeah, he ran unsuccessfully for the Democratic presidential nomination in 1988. Oh, you written again in 2008. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Like for it to 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 start a campaign to run for president, like that's millions of dollars that you're spending. Yeah, I but but he probably you know he probably didn't fund himself unlike Trump who could probably afford a lot to campaign to finance his campaign probably use like a lot of those what's it called the PACs political Super PACs PAC. yeah yeah PACs campaigns to get that money from like these huge organizations um, I'm no expert in it but uh, ba- but the basic takeaway from this is that he doesn't have to be rich as long as he gets the support from like larger organizations that can fund his campaign. And I imagine, I imagine that's how he funded his campaigns. Um, yeah. That is very true. But yeah, how's, uh, how's quarantine been for you? I mean, dude, I, yeah, I mean, haven't talked since like, dude, we haven't talked in the, I mean, at least not in a mixed, <laughs> like a lengthy manner. Yeah. When I say lengthy, like at least 30 minutes. So, I mean, I wanted to ask you first. I can I can go first, but I wanted to see what you were doing during the lockdown. Uh, How you were of, occupying your own time? A lot of bullshit. <laughs> uh, hey, bullshit is no longer bullshit during the lockdown. <laughs> everything has changed. Yeah, everything is allowable during lockdown. Um, yeah, I've been. Uh, I've actually been running. Uh, I ran two half marathons uh, this past year. 
during the lockdown? Yeah. Um, I ran, I did. So when the lockdown first started, um, I did, you know, the one punch man anime. Yeah. Okay. Where's it going? <laughs> so <laughs> I did the one punch man workout every single day for like a month. And then okay. at the end of the month, well, so I started out with one mile and then every week I would add a mile till I got to a half marathon. And then that last week, instead of doing the workout, I just ran the half marathon. Um, and then I got injured and I couldn't walk for two months. And then I started biking Whoa. and healing up. And then I ran my second half marathon like two, three weeks ago. Interesting. This yeah. is all in the state of California. <laughs> yeah. So how are the social distancing protocols during a marathon? Uh, oh, so there was, it was kind of, it was just like a virtual, like personal marathon. So like it technically wasn't counting for anything, but I am doing a race, a virtual race right now, uh, where between August and February, I have to run 700 miles. Uh, and I'm doing it with, uh, a few of our work colleagues. Um, but I'm only at like 250 miles. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get the full 700 miles. And they're tracking you through an app, the miles you're running. Is that how um, So we upload our miles. Uh, you could do like every day, every week, every month. I just do like a one month dump of like, these are all the miles. And then I track through Strava. How, how do they know you're telling the truth? They don't just, it's just honor code. I mean, I, if I would assume if you're like top 10, then they're going to like fact check you of like, okay, did you actually do these miles? But uh, for us other peasants, uh, they don't check our, our uh, accuracy or, or uh, authenticity of our miles. Man, there's like a theme in our conversation with like tax evasion, <laughs> not being able to verify <laughs> fact. But yeah, maybe that's yeah. a theme of our podcast. Wait, so for <laughs> people who don't know, the One Punch Man workout it's a training program inspired by the popular anime in which the main character, Saitama, achieves superhuman strength through a rigorous daily regime of 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and a 10-kilometer run. I see, I see. Yeah, so it's like, uh, was that, is that six? Yeah, six miles? I, uh, yeah, ish. Yeah, it's like more than five miles, less than eight. Yeah, yeah. but... Originally, I couldn't run the six miles because, like, prior I had just done weightlifting, so I wasn't running. So, like, I had to start out. I would do like the first week I did one mile, second week I would do two miles each uh -huh. day, third week three miles each day, four miles, five miles, and then I just okay. eventually just decided to run a half marathon. And each day you'd also do the hundred push-ups and hundred sit-ups. Yeah. Wow, a hundred push-ups in one sitting, or do you like space it out fifty-fifty? Yeah, I would just like, I would just space it out. So like I would do like sets of like, um, you know, 10 by 10. Um, or I would do mm -hmm. like different variations of the workout where like I would run the first mile, do the workout, then run the second mile, or I'd do the miles first, do all the sets, and then, you know, be done. So I try to mix it up to make it like enjoyable uh, because it's not a very enjoyable thing. Um, but yeah. How long did it take you to do one of this? daily regime uh at first it was pretty quick uh because like it was only like one mile which would probably be like at that time it was like my miles were like super slow so it was like maybe like 11 12 minutes for the mile and then uh -huh. like another like maybe like 20 30 minutes to get through all the push-ups sit-ups and, and squats uh -huh. um, and then eventually over time it just it would take like an hour for me to like get through everything because it was just so much only oh, that's not that's not bad yeah dude did you did you go to um our our company gym once? Uh, yeah. yeah yeah so i i was actually going um for a minute i only went for like three weeks and then everything shut down again so you know I didn't when did you go like late november ish yeah why were you there I might have seen you, but honestly, you didn't look like I did. You didn't look like the person I recalled, but that might just be because <laughs> I, I it maybe it's just been a long time since we've seen each other. Were you wearing like a bandana? No. Okay, then maybe not. I um, saw Johnny. I went around the same time that Johnny was going, so this was like afternoons. 
Yeah, I, I went during the afternoon once. It was just once. Um, yeah, it's possible that you saw me then, or that we saw each other, and we just like didn't recognize each other. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Anyway, I mean, I mean we saw wait this one punch one punch man workout. It doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, that's saying that obviously because it's an anime, but you don't, you can't get, gain superhuman strength through just doing 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 squats. Like the the the, word, the number 100 sounds impressive, but really the yeah. workout itself isn't like super impressive. It's you really not. body weight. Well, I mean, I went from like squatting like two to three times a week, you know, my over my body weight to now like just doing body weight squats. So yeah. Like, it was a huge difference for me. And so like even this entire year, like I would say this entire year has been a wash as far as like fitness wise. Me too. Uh, just because like I was supposed to com- compete in weightlifting this year that um, went down training. And like at this point, I don't even care anymore. Like, like I just really don't care. Yeah. Like we're okay. At least me too. I'm speaking on my behalf. I'm okay yeah. not working out. And I have not worked out for the past like two months except that like like one time i went to the gym yeah and then it closed out it closed down um but i feel okay like when the lockdown first happened i wanted to like play basketball i wanted to do some lifting mm-hmm. um but, like after maybe three or four months just slowly wore off and now yeah. i'm at the point of and basically I, I take just take out the word basically. I'm not working out at all <laughs> every day. I go I go play golf, but I I am not working out at all. Like maybe a month were, ago, I was like jump roping, but even that has stopped. But because you were like every day, right? That you would go to the gym. Yeah, and it, not necessarily for like weightlifting. I'd play some basketball, and then maybe another day I'd wait, go lift some weight. So I was burning a lot of calories, and I wasn't like gaining weight. Um, yeah, but now I have. I think I've gained like uh 14 pounds 14 pounds really i think so one ish yeah i've gained about like 14 pounds yeah wow okay that's bad right <laughs> i mean not like, necessarily because wait you're like six foot right six like no, six I'm, foot like, foot. I'm like five foot ten no because yeah. you're taller than me no man <laughs> either you're wrong or i'm wrong <laughs> And I don't, I don't want to be the person that breaks to you, but it's possible you're not six feet then. Height you're taller than me. I, I remember you being taller. Bro, you're, than me. you're height frauding. Right? <laughs> no, 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 dude, you're, you're taller than me. I remember you being slightly taller than me. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe, but I know I've, I've lost uh, maybe like 10, 10 to 15 pounds of loss. You've lost in during this lockdown? Yeah. <gasps> oh, it's from the running, huh? Yeah, because that's all I, I run every day. Well... Now, the last two, three weeks, I haven't. I've just been doing, like, bodyweight workouts. But previously, um, the previous weeks, I was running. I ran at least, like, 20 miles a week. 20 to 25 miles a week. And this is definitely an upgrade from before the lockdown because you weren't doing as much cardio, I imagine. I don't know, to be honest. Because I know when I went to, like, squat, uh, my max squat, and my numbers aren't anything crazy, but, like, uh, my max squat was like 355. And okay, when, I'm, me. when I went to lift in November, my max squat was like, at, I had dropped at least 50 pounds on my back squat. Um, uh-huh. And my deadlift, probably another like 30 to 40 pounds off of my deadlift. So like, I mean, maybe I'm just more, uh, uh, I guess active, I guess you could say. I don't know, but I feel very weak to be quite honest. <laughs> Still stronger than me, if that's of any consolation. <laughs> I don't think it is, but I'll just put it out there in case it is. Yeah. Yeah. But if you lost, wow. So you no, then you must it must have been that your cardio is more up. Unless you've been eating less during the lockdown too. Probably a little bit less. I mean, when I initially when things initially went down. I was definitely not eating as much, like maybe quite a bit less, or I was eating actually more and I had probably gained a little bit of weight and then I started running mm. um, and then, um, yeah, I lost, uh, yeah, like 10 a lot of weight and then I got injured and then gained a bit of weight. Cause like I legitimately, like 
it would take me like a good like three to five minutes to get out of bed and get to my desk to like work um because like my left uh glute was just like immobile from running Uh, yeah from running because i'd never run that much in my entire life and so it was just a lot of just like uh pressure on my joints and stuff but now it's a lot better um i mix in some like biking and stuff like that too so i'm just trying to just like be human at this point like (laughs) no man yeah that's that's super human you're doing the one punch man workout (laughs) but what about you like how how things has been for you with uh lockdown well, you know, when you said bullshit, I thought you and I would empathize because I thought you would do more bullshit things. But you, you've been running and you've been exercising. So I have not been doing any of that. Um, I think my lockdown activities, I can break it down in some stages. Like now, right now, I the only sport and it's debatable whether you call it an exercise is golf. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. Um and I have like a, there's a driving lane you're, you're really nearby, like five minutes um, driving. Uh, and what else have I been doing? I mean, I've been working more, I think, okay. as well. So to fill up the time, I've been working a little more. Um, I've been binge watching some some shows, um, some that might be uh, not trashy, some that might be considered trashy. I don't like really care. Reality TV. Long. Yeah, like reality TV. Uh, as long as it's entertaining, I'm all for it. The trashy and non-trashy like distinction is just meaningless. (laughs) Like 90 day fiance type trashy. No, that's too much. Like that one, that one just makes me feel bad. Like it makes me like be like be critical of the people that are on there. And that's not a feeling I want to have when I'm watching a show. Like I don't want to be critical of these people. Like I don't want to be that sort of person. So now I'm giving you a window into my my life because that's one of my favorite shows of all time. And now you think, yeah, say, really? But don't you find yourself like critiquing them? Like, why are they making this these decisions? Like, why is this guy going all the way to Thailand and then trying to spend his money on this girl when this girl really doesn't really like him? Like- <laughs> I, I just, I love, it's like watching a train wreck just waiting to happen. And you know, you should like, be doing something to like maybe like help prevent the train wreck train wreck from happening but the excitement of it happening is so much more greater that you just enjoy what's going on and what's happening and it's just like i just i just love the chaos and like the toxicity interesting so you you use the words like love and excited like when i watch that i feel like why is he doing that that's so stupid like these are the feelings i get when i watch that show and that's not <laughs> that's not the feelings i get yeah <laughs> i don't want those feelings but i instead i've been watching this show called survivor i have i've never heard of survivor until like a month ago have really? you heard of the show yeah that's an old show apparently yeah I mean, it was never on Netflix, and Netflix mm. is my primary streaming service. So it showed up on Netflix like recently, maybe a month ago. So I was curious, um, and then I watched it, and I was blown away. I was like really engaged. Um, from like epi- from season one, or like no, no, they, Netflix only showed um, seasons twenty and twenty eight. Okay, uh, twenty eight is uh, I think one of one of the best seasons of Survivor. Granted, I didn't watch all the seasons, but I read some reviews and a lot of people say this is one of the best seasons of Survivor. Um, and I just, I really liked um, the idea of going to an island. I don't know if the fact that I'm in the lockdown also enhanced my, uh, uh, me, me enjoying the fact that people went on an island, but yeah. going on an island, surviving on your own, like you're going through very primal challenges. Um, and just seeing some very interesting people and the microcosm and how it like it's parallel to like real life as well. Um, I, I just enjoy, I enjoyed watching that. I just enjoyed people seeing like at their authentic self and challenging themselves. Like that combination of authenticity and challenge. That's, that was very enticing to me. So I, I definitely binged to watch a few seasons. Um, so yeah, so binge watching some shows playing golf, working a little more. Um, that's about it. If you liked Survivor, you might like 
Naked and Afraid. Have you heard of that show? I've 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 heard of that show. I think I watched snippets of it, um, but like they don't. Nobody's eliminated, right? Like every episode of Survivor, somebody's eliminated. Yeah. So that's there's that Survivor aspect. But in Naked and Afraid, it feels like you just need to make it through. Like you, there's no, you're not necessarily gonna get eliminated. Yeah. I don't there's no, you can't really get attached to the characters because like each episode is a new set of participants, but there's times where uh, people are not capable of like withstanding the elements and they'll just quit because like they can't handle like being out in the wilderness and like trying to survive. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit more like maybe dramatized and it might be more scripted. I'm not sure, but uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a different type of, of like survivor type experience. Maybe I like it. Maybe, maybe not. But I do like the, the fact that I can follow one person throughout the whole length of the journey and mm. then see them grow like that aspect of it. Also, it's also rewarding too. Yeah. That's why I, I actually need to watch. I, when I was a kid, my family, we would watch survivor um, like me and my siblings but then, like, eventually it just got to the point where it's just, like, every season, it's, like, kind of the same thing. But if you're saying that season tw- was it season 28 is good, then I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Dude, it was nice. Yeah, I, I don't think – there was some there – was, there was one season I was watching. And I'm like, no, I can't do this. It was just boring. Yeah. But what makes it – what makes a season interesting is, one, sometimes the rules are a little different. But that's mm-hmm. very minor. That's a very minor difference that makes it fascinating. But when you find interesting people, that that I think is what makes some of the seasons interesting. And there were some interesting people in season twenty-eight. Some some interesting people in season thirty-one, I believe. Like one of the seasons is like its theme is second chance. It's like so, okay. people who didn't win get a second chance to come back, and you see them like very hungry. So just seeing that attitude that's different yeah. from the rest of the seasons and having an interesting cast and, and the cast of people that you are familiar with and you really liked, yeah. like all the combination of those very interesting factors just makes for a phenomenal season. So yeah, there are they're different elements that make some seasons more interesting than others. So you, I think if you're going to watch it, you should pick out the seasons that have these interesting combination of elements. Yeah. Season twenty is one of them too. Like they divide the they divide the tribes into three stereotypes: brains, bronze, and beauty. So beautiful people, people who are categorized as being like very strong, and then the rest that are just smart, but maybe not necessarily beautiful or strong. Um, so that's interesting in it's in in and of itself as well. It's like it's a very very narrow and skewed uh, reflection of reality. But it is like a kind of a take on reality in the world too. Like there are people who are good looking, there are people who are really strong, there are people who are branched. Who would be successful in this island? It's it's a, it's definitely not true and accurate, but it's it's into that like that parallel to reality is also interesting. Um, but yeah. Okay. I'm gonna check that one out then, because that that one seems like it might be interesting. Um, but I'm definitely like when it comes to TV. I think it's because like, I feel like I'm a very boring person. So I like to live vicariously through <laughs> TV. So like I'll watch stuff like, uh, I do start... a lot of people like me who are at desk jobs, perhaps yeah. that's like complete. Yeah. Different I from just, survivor. I just started, um, keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know, that's so... more, that's more my, 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 my ride. So it's just like, yeah, just like watching, just like, these are like all the shows that like when I was a kid, like they would be shows that like either they would come on in like the afternoon when like I was at school and the only way I would be able to watch them is if I was like homesick or it comes on super late and it would be like at my bedtime and like I would only be allowed to like stay up with that one day that week just to watch that show and even then that wasn't always the case so like i'm like binge watching on all those type of of i see so you always wanted to watch keeping up with the kardashians when you were young i'm not gonna lie (laughs) to be honest i'm not gonna lie like 
I think it's just like the hype behind the show and just uh-huh. like the the over dramatization and like the scriptedness of the show. It's just like, like yeah, like it's just stupid and you know it's fake, but it's like I don't know, like I still just kind of like enjoy it. I still I don't like get that. It. Yeah, I don't get that sentiment. I I I can't. I can't tell you what's missing from the keeping up with the Kardashians that I don't like, but this, I think scriptedness is one of it. Like knowing that it's fake. Um, but watching some of these shows, I know I like seeing some drama, but I think it's like the type of drama as well. That determines whether I'm going to like it or not. Yeah. Um, like in survivor, the draw, the type of drama is, uh, staying the show. The theme of the drama is like to survive. Like yeah. that's enticing. Whether it's a theme of the drama is like, oh, you broke. Okay, I'm, I'm stereotyping right here. I did not watch Keeping Up with the, with the, with the Kardashians, but I'm stereotyping and just. But if it's like, oh, I, oh, she's talked behind my back. Oh no, I, I, that you know that pisses me off. Like if that's the theme of the drama, I, you know, I don't think I'm gonna be as engaged. But that said, <laughs> one of the shows I've been binge watching is Bachelor in Paradise as well. Have you heard of Bachelor in Paradise? No, I've never watched any of the bachelors is that series or that show good uh good is a very questionable word to use here it's entertaining <laughs> dude i don't know what it really when it comes to reality shows i don't even know if you should use, like i i'm gonna say i don't think people should use the word good or bad for reality <laughs> shows it should be just entertaining or not like what's the point of shows it's inter being to be entertaining or not that is true i will have yeah to yeah it's, a, it's an irrelevant consideration i would say so that aside, I do think the show is pretty entertaining. And if you like um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and 90 Day Fiance, you might like Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. Yeah. Is it is it better? Or is it... I don't want to even say better. Is it <laughs> as entertaining as um, Love is Blind? I think so, yeah. Okay. Did you watch... I watched Love is Blind, too. Yeah, that I watched it. So, it was yeah, entertaining, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I'm going to knock on Love is Blind a little bit, but Love is Blind is basically, without the first few episodes, Love is Blind is basically just a dating show. Yeah. <laughs> they date a little bit after they take off the blindfolds, but it's just like the selection process. You you don't know who the person is. So like only like the first few episodes is really characteristic of the Love is Blind part. But after yeah. that, you take your blindfold off, you meet the person, you talk to them. Like that's just a normal a common dating show yeah um, which i hope yeah. they do another season because i think it would be interesting I think they are they, oh, are. they are okay they are. i think they renewed it so you can look forward to that but in the meanwhile if you need to fill that void david bachelor in paradise bachelorette bachelor um like they're all kind of different but like the bachelorette i so the bachelor and bachelorette it's the same concept like there's one uh, one female and one male and then yeah. like 20 other males or females um but it, it's a little different because i think the way men compete and the way yeah. that women compete with each other is it can be a little different too so that's why even though the concepts are similar yeah the dynamics and and, and how it unfolds is different and then bachelor in paradise like you have failed or contestants of the bachelor mm-hmm or the bachelorette that come on the show. So there's like a generally an equal mix of guys and girls in the beginning. And then new girls and new guys come in, but you need to get a row to continue to stay in the show. <laughs> so there's like a little bit, of, there's that element of surviving, like there would be in the bachelorette and bachelor. Um, but it's, it's also interesting because it's not just one person they're striving for. There's many people. Yeah. One might couple up. There's this more like, there's more dimensions and routes that, that it could go in. Seeing the interactions with multiple people of multiple genders is, is also more entertaining. Interesting. Um, that just seemed like, like who, who thought of this concept? Like, it's a very, like, the idea of having, what is this? Like, what? Like, 20 guys that are, like, yeah, 20, 20 guys, yeah. 20, 20 women that are going after this one, 20 people going after this one individual. Like that's a very like toxic, very like competitive environment. And does that actually like represent reality? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna reality. make a case, David. I'm gonna make the case that it is. I think <laughs> I think it's a real reflection of reality. And I think this is reflected in the animal kingdom as well. 
right? Dude, yeah, think about it. When like animals, I don't, I don't know what peacocks or other animals that try to fight for the faction of the bait that they want. Yeah, I, I, I think there are classes of animals where there's like one female, and like the males try to compete to mate with that one female. Like that sort of dynamic and relationship exists throughout uh, the animal kingdom, and perhaps even in some history of our of our human history as well. It just so. seems like a lot. Like as a human being, like I don't know if I could ever, like if I was to go on a show like that, I would only operate in a manner to just cause chaos. <laughs> you and chaos. Like I could care less about winning. It's just all. It's just just be as toxic as possible because it's yeah. like at the end of the day, it's like the amount of effort that you're put, putting in. You have a one in twentieth chance that you will end up with this person, dude. But that's the stuff of fairy tales, <laughs> right? Basically. You have an impossible chance, but you still find love. Yeah, like is it worth it? Like, there's millions of other people that you could <laughs> be talking to, but that's this true. individual, you know, like. But she's supposed to be beautiful, and she's supposed to be like smart, have all the traits you're looking for. But that—that's the idea. Maybe that's yeah. why. I should after quarantine is over, just like go to the Bachelorette. Attempt to get onto the Bachelorette, dude. Do it. If you need a nomination and you need a referral, I'll I will refer you. <laughs> I'll put in a good recommendation. <laughs> but that's what we would call in the Bachelorette. Not here for the right reasons. That's like such a common phrase because people come on here either to get like likes or not, um, not not to pursue the girl that's the Bachelorette, but to maybe become the next Bachelor. Because people who like if you get to like the top three in the Bachelorette, yeah, some some of those get picked to be the next Bachelor, so hmm. there 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 might be some ulterior reasons. I wonder um, if they get do they get paid as well or is it just come out? Man, I don't think so. Man, they just get their their uh, accommodations uh, taken hey, care of. I that's what I'd imagine. Um, you're getting free airtime, like even if you didn't <laughs> like if you didn't pay me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm gonna go on the show, but if Speaking from the perspective of a prospective contestant for The Bachelorette, I'm getting free airtime. Uh, so I would still go on it if they didn't like pay me to come on. I don't know. You think it would be worth it? Okay. Like you're not getting any money. Like, love. You're just getting room and board. I used to. So uh, in, in high school, I used to work at a camp and um, I would work there for the summer. And when you work there, you get your paycheck, but anything that you would make for the hours that you would work, they would take out room and board. So like if you make $1,000, you're only going to get like $500. And so like, I feel like at that point, like, especially as like a grown adult, like it's one thing if I was like in high school or college, college is kind of pushing it. But if I was in high school, sure, why not? But as an adult... Like to go on a show like that and to like endure that like humiliation for so long, <laughs> and to only get a, a, only get food and board. Like, come on. Interesting. I think your mindset is very different from the contestants on The Bachelorette. I think they're looking for love, man. <laughs> you cannot put a price on love. It's you priceless. can't put a price on love. <laughs> it's priceless, dude. And, and a lot of. <laughs> A lot of, of some of these people who get on the show, like they become famous afterwards and they might start a podcast themselves or write a book mm. and then they make money off of it as well. It's like, this is, that's uh, not the explicit purpose of the show, but it does allow for you to create a platform to then generate profit off of. It won't be like profitable, like at the outset when you're on the show, but then you can use your appearance and the image that you generate to, yeah. to then make profit. And yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just a, a mere sacrifice for the long term. It's only eight weeks. It's only eight weeks too. The really? Yeah, you have to fall in love in eight weeks, David. <laughs> that is a task. <laughs> Wait, scratch fall in love. Like, because fall in love and getting engaged are two different things. We hope like that happens at the yeah. same time. Yeah, you have to get engaged in like eight weeks. So that's it's not bad. Yeah. In terms that's of time, wor- that's worse than ninety day fiance. 
<laughs> now you did you get three months <laughs> yeah you get three months like you have you know four extra weeks to you put it that way yeah basically like, the show is the 60 day fiance that's what the bachelorette is that's yeah yeah if i go if i ever go on that show just know just expect a lot a lot of bullshit from me no man some of these people get a lot of flack <laughs> a lot of flack <sighs> Uh, if, if you're going on, I, I just hope that you really find love and you, you pursue love and you get engaged. <laughs> that's, that's, trust me, that's that's going to be the least of my concerns if I get you on that show. You should, you should watch a few episodes and then we should talk about this in, in the podcast and evaluate. Um, is there a current season right now? There's a season right now. It's about to end. This, is why this season was a little weird because the, the original Bachelorette, she was like very set on this just one guy. Yeah. And wasn't like paying attention to the other guys. Wasn't giving the other guys a fair chance. So what ended up happening is that she just went off and marrying him, like in within like two weeks. Really? So, so they had to insert another bachelorette. So what we're seeing now is like the second bachelorette in the same bachelorette season. Okay. Maybe and doing we- during lockdown. So what I'll do? I'm gonna watch the most recent episode. Do you have Do you have Hulu? Yeah, I do have Hulu. Okay, so that that the most recent, the entire most recent season is out um okay. the, the most recent episode is going to be uh the last the finale <laughs> so if you want to do that you can go ahead it's a okay. finale uh these are man you've, you've you know when i first watched the show they told me this was a th- trashy show but like i've seen some of the guys here and i'm like these guys are great <laughs> get the trashy designations like these guys are really genuinely good they seem like really nice guys <laughs> they seem like nice guys they seem like nice guys um so uh yeah it's it it's uh okay i mean maybe maybe i'll binge watch it's only if it's eight weeks eight episodes i could probably binge watch that in a weekend no yeah but then they insert like these episodes of men tell all so they there's one episode where the contestants that were kicked out like yeah. the bachelor didn't choose they come on and they discuss and they share the gossip and then they confront the bachelorette and they ask about her feelings and go through some unresolved issues so there are a few like filler episodes that are very interesting as well too so it's like in total like i'd say 11 episodes okay that's not too bad i could definitely do that i can do that in like two days dude i'm looking forward to our next um our next podcast already yeah i'll probably do that this weekend uh just well tomorrow's christmas eve i could probably watch some episodes tomorrow and then oh yeah what are you doing what are you doing christmas eve I don't do, yeah, I don't do, I don't, I've never really had Christmas Eve traditions. Like I might, I'm actually hosting Christmas uh, for my family this year, but it's going to be small. Yeah, it's going to be small. Like it's just uh, my parents, uh, my brother, his wife, um, my sister, my two sisters and my brother. So it's just pretty much immediate family. Uh yeah, well, my 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 parents live outside of the state, so mm. I wouldn't have been able to go anyway. Um, so yeah, I'll be just, staying home. Just gonna be hanging out at home. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It's actually not the first time I'll be spending Christmas alone too. I think in college I, I did that once. Wait, so. but last year did you go back to? Last year I went to Korea. Yeah, uh, oh, okay. my 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 parents met. Um, we we gathered there. My sister lives in Korea, so okay. Yeah, we all we all gathered there. Um, but yeah, probably I'll probably. Mm, so you you'll be with family. I'm probably watching uh, a few shows. Okay. Yeah, I would like to do that, but uh, <laughs> but I mean it'll be cool too because like I've never done anything like that um like hosted anybody so like to host my family for the first time i think would be like a good um experience um and uh yeah so i gave i created like the schedule of events we're going to do like white elephant and then um everybody has like their assigned dishes they're going to make and then um yeah, we're just well, you planned it too. It's not you that you're just posting it. You're like you planned the whole day. Yeah, it, I mean not the whole day. It'll be like a, a few hours, um, but uh, yeah, I mean just to like add some structure because like 
I like if they just showed up, like I wouldn't be that good of a host to like off the top of my head, just be like, oh, like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Like I would probably get like, like anxious of like trying to figure out what to do next. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to plan mm. up for what dish you want to bring. Um, and then, uh, but I mean, the good thing is, is like everybody's like, I'm the second youngest. Or the first youngest. I don't even know if that's the term. But I have a younger sister. Uh-huh. Um, so everybody's like older. So it's not like, you know, they're pretty chill. They're not like expecting much. They just want to hang out with family. So Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds like that sounds like how many people would probably spend Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kinda like because I honestly don't like <laughs> I don't like interacting with people. So Oh really? Uh, yeah, I'm an introvert. Interesting. So the less I can interact or less I can deal with people, the easier that is for my life. But it's it's interesting because I do enjoy interacting with people. So it's like a weird sort of like introverted extrovert. You, you're selective with the people you interact with, but when you interact with them, you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I would, That's the best description of that because... I like I honestly this whole entire quarantine like it has and it hasn't really I would say the amount the impact that it's had from a negative standpoint has probably been very minor compared to the fact that like I've gotten to just hang out with myself and no expectations of like hey are you guys are you going to come out with us Friday night or like yeah. hey you know and it's just like no I don't have to worry about that I can just like stay home and play video games all night about <laughs> anything. Dude, me too. I, I feel like the impact to me has been pretty minor. Um, I get, I like how I get to focus on things a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and what you said about like expectations that that may distract you from what you want to focus on too. Like a lot of that is is out the window. Um, so you can focus on a few things. So I've enjoyed yeah. that as well. Um, maybe yeah, maybe that's an introvert thing. Maybe for introverts, the impact is pretty minimal. Yeah. Um, Oh. Yeah. Well, we spit out an hour, David. That's not that's a good that's a huge chunk of change right there, right? Dude, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully we can do this again. I really want to like Dude, I want to do this again. If you're down, I'm, we can I'm, do this we can do this regularly. I'm committed to the cause for the cause. Um we can kind of get back into like the normal regular topics of, of previous podcasts and we had uh, no previous set of pod t- topics man no I feel, to- I feel like i mean you had a you have a direction for how things are going so i feel like you're the leader and i'm just i'm here for the ride wherever you're taking us i'm here <laughs> with you. David. i appreciate <laughs> your trust but yeah I, have, I don't have much of an agenda just whatever we can do to have a nice conversation i mean yeah. our podcast is titled tech smash bros so maybe we should talk about tech sometimes here and there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess that. it's the life of people Silicon working Valley tech bros. And we're just exploring that life, right? <laughs> yeah, just talking about it. Did yeah. Sharing our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's in and of itself us being true to the premise of the show. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes hey, we're still growing. We're still sometimes growing. We're- Sometimes it'll be tax fraud. Sometimes it'll be <laughs> those knows? are those are the thoughts that that girls <laughs> have. How do how do they tax? <laughs> which we don't. Let me just, let's just, we, I feel like I have to make that explicitly clear. Which we don't. Listen to my tax. Listen to my podcast for the tax fraud. You talk about tax fraud in your no. podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you want to be pointing people to your podcast for that reason. <laughs> Some friendly advice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess I guess that'll be it. Um, I mean, we could do this weekly. We could do whatever whatever frequency. Just uh, just hit me up and let me know. Uh, when yeah. Happens. Yeah, I'm thinking bi-weekly maybe, like two times a week, if possible. Especially if you're down to do it. I don't know what you're doing these on the weekends these days. But... Mm-hmm. When we work, like we have limited time during the weekday. Yeah. Um. So if you're down to do a weekend as well, yeah, we can. Weekend might be good. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think weekend might be good. Um, yeah, you just stay. I, you, you stay mostly home during the weekend, right? Yeah, like, and we should be. But Saturday, yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, like Sundays, all I'm doing is just like all my meal prep for the week, and then Saturdays, that's when I do my long distance runs. Um, and then Fridays, I'm yeah, I'm pretty much at home most of the time. Mm, maybe Fridays then. Seven days a week, I'm at home. <laughs> as we all should be yeah so okay all right we'll figure it out but man it was good catching up after a long time yeah man take care happy holidays i'll see you in the next podcast yeah talk to you later all right